Good morning, this is Dr. Dustin Arnold. This Live Well Talk on COVID-19 is our weekly update from April 10th, uh, approximately 8.30 in the morning. As of today, 215 cases and 11 deaths are recorded in Lynn County. Now, I think to take that in mind or put it in context, I believe 80 of those cases in a majority, if not all of those deaths, were related to a single nursing home, which does, does skew the, the results in our community. But nonetheless, it illustrates how communal living and if a virus gets into a nursing home, it can spread quickly. We continue to have dedicated intubation team. Uh, these are doctors that specialize in placing patients on mechanical ventilation if needed. At both hospitals, they have a first and second line service. Uh, our critical care capacity and our blood supply are both in the green category, which obviously means good. We continue to monitor our supplies for uh, personal protective equipment daily. And at this juncture, feel we have a reasonable supply going into the weekend and next week. I think one of the things I've learned during this is that people really truly appreciate the support uh, or the backbone that uh, a hospital provides to a community. And I think this is really illustrated in the smaller towns, rural hospitals, the impact they have in the community, usually the largest employer in the county. Uh, I think we're number, St. Luke's, we're number three in the, the city, uh, probably the county. And that does uh, add a degree of stability uh, and a linchpin to the other health services that are on that wheel of the continuum of healthcare. One of the common questions I'm getting I'd like to cover today is the healthcare worker and their family. Many nurses uh, and doctors and uh, therapists and techs are taking care of COVID-19 patients or being exposed potentially to it, but they have to return home to their family. Some team members have selected to stay with alternate housing. There are, I believe, hotel arrangements uh, through some of the big hotel chains for healthcare workers at this time, as well as sleep rooms on campus. But I would give the following advice to a healthcare worker that is going home to, to live with their family after caring for patients. One is determine whether or not you have a family member that is high risk group for possible complications from a COVID-19 infection. For example, if they're immunocompromised, meaning they have a, a poor functioning immune system, or they have a chronic medical condition. If so, a greater degree of diligence should be taken to prevent contagion transmission, and you may even want to consider a separate living quarters. But if your family members are healthy, the risk to them is quite low. All family members should monitor their health with signs and symptoms, whether it be fever, sore throat, or cough. Predominantly, we're seeing headache and myalgias is a, is a common symptom that on presentation when the cough may be less or more than the next patient. Upon arriving home after caring for uh, the patients in the hospital during your shift or your day at work, uh, I recommend that you shower uh, upon arriving home. Some uh, staff are showering prior to leaving uh, the facility. Make sure the shared spaces are well ventilated in your home, uh, your family room, et cetera. As the weather is getting nicer, it's easier to open the windows. Always practice the three C's even at home. Wash your hands for 20 seconds with warm water and soap. Cover your cough or your sneeze and contain yourself or isolate yourself if indeed you are symptomatic or ill. Do not share eating utensils or other household items. So no communal eating, uh, for example, no buffet-style dining, uh, maybe individual uh, servings uh, for each family member, and do not share drinking utensils, obviously. Clean high-touch surfaces frequently with uh, bleach or other household cleaners, and do not forget the keyboard. That's a common 
high touch surface that we don't think about. And I know mine in my office is filthy. I can't imagine what germs could be potentially be cultured off that. If you are symptomatic, you should wear a mask and self-isolate at home and determine whether or not you uh, have a COVID infection by contacting either employee health or your primary care provider. With that, if you've been symptom-free for 72 hours, you're probably not infectious and you can return to your normal activities of daily living at home. Again, practicing the three C's and the other advice given above. Uh, Another question that I receive sometimes is uh, whether reinfection is possible. It's highly unlikely. There are case reports out of China uh, where a person tested negative upon discharge from the hospital, presented back and was positive. Uh, That is probably a false negative, and it's probably a sampling error uh, that they were encountering early on in the Chinese care of the pandemic. Immunity develops at about 14 days, uh, and with antibody testing, we'll learn more about that. And I'm excited that we, will, we are working at present about developing convalescent plasma transfusions to people that have recovered from the infection. Bottom line is practice the three C's and social isolate when needed. I'm so proud of the dedication, diligence, and courage that our team members have demonstrated. I'm not, certainly not surprised by it, but uh, they, they, they demonstrate their, their bravery each and every day. And I'm proud to be part of the team. We'll we'll do another COVID-19 update a week from today. In the interim, visit our website at unipoint.org or the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's website at cdc.gov. If you have a topic you'd like to suggest for the uh, COVID-19 pandemic, shoot us an email at stlukescr at unipoint.org. In the meantime, wash your hands, cover your cough, and confine yourself if you're ill, and uh, practice social distancing. 